Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz, and today we are in the book of Judges. Um, we, we're starting with the book of Judges. Uh, this is uh, chapter 1, verses 1 through um, through 36. And um, so, one thing about the book of Judges, if you want to know what happens during an anarchy, Judges is a, is a good example of what this, what anarchy living under anarchy actually is it's pretty much lawlessness so um so the whole thing is israel was supposed to choose god as their king as absolute ruler of israel instead of doing that they went astray followed follow other gods and uh god appoints different people to judge the and govern um the country the nation of israel for a short time um until they have repented and uh they've driven their enemies out of the nation but anyway so knowing without further ado let's go ahead and get started with the scripture israel fights the remaining canaanites after the death of joshua the israelites asked the lord who will be the first to go up and fight for us against the Canaanites? The Lord answered, Judah is to go. I have given the land into their hands. Then the men of Judah said to the Simeonites, their brothers, Come up with us into the territory allotted to us to fight against the Canaanites. We in turn will go with you into yours. So the Simeonites went with them when judah attacked the the lord gave the canaanites and parasites into their hands and they struck down ten thousand men at bezak it was there that they found adonai bezak and fought against him putting to to to, to rout the canaanites and parasites adonai bezak fled but they chased him and caught him and cut off his thumbs and big toes then Adonai Bezak said, Seventy kings with, with their thumbs and big toes cut off have picked up scraps under my table. Now God has paid me back for what I did to them. They brought him to Jerusalem, and he died there. The men of Judah attacked Jerusalem also and took it. They put the city to the sword and set it on fire. After that, the men of Judah went down to fight against the Canaanites living in the hill country, the Negev and the western foothills. They advanced against the Canaanites living in Hebron, formerly called Karath Arba, and defeated Sheshai, Ahaman, and Talmai. From there, they advanced against the people living in Deber, formerly called Karath Sefer. And Caleb said, I will give my daughter as Aksa in marriage to the man who attacks and captures Karath Sefer. Othniel, son of Kenaz, Caleb's daughter, young brother, took it. So Caleb gave his daughter Aksa to him in marriage. On that uh, one day, when she came to Othniel, she urged him to ask her father for a field. When she got off her donkey, Caleb asked her, What can I do for you? She replied, 
do me a special favor. Since you have given me land in the Negev, give me also springs of water. Then Caleb gave her the upper and lower springs. The descendants of Moses, father-in-law, the the Kenite, went up from the city of Palms and the men of Judah to live among the people of the desert of Judah in the Negev near Arad. Then the men of Judah went with the Simeonites, their brothers, and attacked the Canaanites living in Jephthah, and they, and they totally destroyed the city. Therefore it was called Hormah. The, the men of Judah also took Gaza, Ashkelon, and Ekron, each city with the territory. The Lord was with the men of Judah. They took possession of the hill country, but they were unable to drive the people from the plains because they had iron chariots. As Moses had promised, Hebron was given to Caleb, who drove from it the three sons of Anak. The Benjamites, however, failed to dislodge the Jebusites who were living in Jerusalem. So to this day, the Jebusites live there with the Benjamites. Now the house of Joseph attacked Bethel, and the Lord was with them. When they sent men to spy out Bethel, formerly called Luz, the spies saw a man coming out of the city, and they said to him, Show us how to get into the city, and we will see that you are treated well. So he showed them, and they put the city to the sword, but spared the man and his whole family. He then went to the land of the Hittites, where he built a city and called it Luz, which is is its name to this day. But Manasseh did not drive out the people of Beth Shan or Tanach or Dor or Iblium or Megiddo and their surrounding settlements for the Canaanites were determined to live in the land. When Israel became strong, they pressed the Canaanites into forced labor but never drove them out completely, nor did Ephraim drive out the Canaanites living in Gezer, but the Canaanites continued to live there among them. Neither did Zebulun drive out the Canaanites living in Kitron and Nahalal, which remained among them, but they did subject them to forced labor. Nor did Asher drive out those living in Akko or Sidon or Ahaleb or Exib or Helba or Aphek or Rahab. And because of this, the people of Asher lived among the Canaanites, inhabitants of the land. Neither did Naphtali drive out those living in Beth Shemesh or Beth Anath. But the Naphtalites too lived among the Canaanites. Inhabitants in the land. And those living in Beth Shemesh and, the, and Beth Anath became forced laborers. For them, the Amorites confined the Danites to the hill country, not allowing them to come down into the plain. And the Amorites were determined also to hold on to Mount Hares, Ajalon, and Shelabim. But when the power of the house of Joseph increased, they too were pressed into forced labor. The boundary of the Amorites were for were from Scorpion Pass 
to Salah and beyond. Okay, now keep in mind what the Lord said to drive out Israel for to drive out their enemies and to get rid of um, those who worship false gods. They failed to do that completely. So, as you can see, the story is now set of what is going to happen in the book of Judges. So, let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I just praise you and thank you for everything you've done. I ask that your will be done in everything, Lord God. I ask that you will help us to reach uh, those who hate um, the, those who um, do not want to follow you, Lord. I just ask that you unharden their hearts and that you allow the church to go and spread the gospel to them here in America and, and abroad, Lord. I just ask that your will be done in all these things. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.